ready to go. This is going to be a show. Are you ready? Are you ready to do this? Every week I ask you if you're ready, and every week I'm not. You're not ready. All right. Uh, hello, and welcome to Bad Reception. Reception. We are off to the reception. races, apparently. I Morgan has had bad a sip of wine and is apparently yeah. choiced. Michael, I'm just singing our theme song for our It's listeners. not our theme song. Well, I mean, I guess it could be. Welcome, we everybody. My name is Morgan. Hi, I'm going to start again. Hello, and welcome to Bad Reception. I believe our, our podcast started earlier. So Whether the critics hated it, audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I'm one of your hosts, Mike. I'm Morgan. Jeremy, keep that first part in. Well, we're, we're keeping everything. Today is, I, I'm tired of editing. I spent so much time editing these episodes that this episode's going up raw. Okay, can we just stop for a second? Okay. Okay, everyone's going to just wait. To pull out their teeny tiny violin <laughs> and play the world's smallest, saddest. Song. I hope you know that every time you do these these pauses in the podcast, I just take them out. Oh, this one's staying in. Yeah, because I really don't feel like doing it this week. So, uh, yeah, after last week's epic, uh, humongous, supersized episode, uh, this week we're going to keep it small. We're doing a half hour sitcom, and hopefully that means we're going to do a, a little bit of a more brief podcast this Are week we- for you guys. Are we going to keep it intimate? You're giving me some some crazy eyes over here. Is it crazy? Should we turn off the podcast? Or is it sexy? Okay. This week, we're going to be watching a television program that has two names. It was originally titled Second Chance and was changed to Boys Will Be Boys. And this is a sitcom from 1987. This is from the year 1987, and it stars Matthew Perry before Friends, obviously. Um, I thought it'd be fun to, to, since we're big Friends fans, and um, that we could uh, do a few of these shows that the Friends were on. We did the Courtney Cox one uh, with Bronson Pinchot, and now we'll do a, a Matthew Perry one. So, what do you think? I, I actually do know the, the premise behind Second Chance, but what do you think that might be? Matthew Perry is the lead. Check it out. Matthew Perry was a detective. The best detective on the Seattle Police Force gets killed in the line of duty, comes back as a ghost to take on the case that has challenged him the most. His own he murder. gets he gets a second chance. Amazingly, I want I want to say that is crazy because it's not the it's not actually the. Uh, premise of this show but it's kind of like the premise of if this show and another pre-friends matthew perry show had a baby because this show is about math well this show is not about matthew perry dying but it has a similar premise to what you're talking about it is matthew perry in the future as an old man going back in time to his younger self oh i've seen this movie it's not a movie it's a tv show oh i've seen this movie oh you're talking about 17 again yeah, it is kind of like seventeen again, but he doesn't turn into a seventeen-year-old, or maybe he does. Actually, I don't. I don't know the specifics. It, mm. I, I think it's him as an old man goes back in time and tries to like warn himself as a younger kid on like what I don't know how to live your life. I guess maybe he didn't like how his life turned out. Apparently, are we? What kind of special effects are we going with on this flashback or time uh, travel? I mean, this is eighty-seven sitcom, so I'm 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 assuming real bad, like. Uh, TGIF. Give me, effects. give me, give me in the listeners a sample of a soundboard we should expect from this. Well, probably a lot of like, 
like with a... Do we think a wow? A wow. A little bit of that. So I'm like, ding. I can't make it. I can't make the so- the sound that I want. The soint. The soint. I can't make the sound that I want to make. Like which is like a sound of like uh, sparkles raining upon the ground. Yeah, but can you make the soint you want to make? <laughs> I, well, I'm nailing the soint I want to make. But what I was gonna say is that his other TV show he had before this is called Sydney. Mm-mm. It's called Sydney. We have a cat by that same name. How could you not say it? Sydney, but it is spelled differently. It is uh, like the country. The, the country? country? <laughs> it's like, it's no, like... that stays in. Everybody needs to know that. <laughs> this is, hey guys, it's 2018. It's, this is what we're dealing with it's in this like country. The city. We are calling Sydney a country. It is a city. It is a cat. It is our cat. It is also it, one a, of our cats. Hold on. It's also a famed spy for the U.S. government. Let's get into Sydney it. Bristow. Sydney Bristow. Okay, guys. can we just watch Alias instead? Hey, everybody. Welcome to a podcast within a podcast. This is Alias Corner. This is Can We Watch Alias Instead? The answer, unfortunately, is always no. Alias is a good show. Well, it's a pretty good show. It's not great. Uh, but it was not canceled, and it did not get bad ratings. What so, am I going to say? Uh, I don't know. Something about Michael Vartan. Something about Victor Garber. Alias is a show about a spy. <laughs> That's right. Continue. So he was on a show called Sydney. I almost said Alias. He's on a show called Sydney that is a detective show. Oh, God, show. I want to watch Alias. It's a detec- like a detective comedy show, which I kind of wanted to do that one, but I couldn't find it. So we're doing this one. Anyway, so after the first nine episodes of this show of Second Chance, they were like, hmm, we don't really like the idea of him going back in time and talking to his previous self, but we do like Matthew Perry. And we do like that we spent money on these sets already. So we're just going to change it from a high concept sitcom into just a regular teen comedy. So they change and it. And that's to- where we get Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> no, that, we get that from the Archie comics. This is from the, they changed, and they changed the name to Boys Will Be Boys, which is a, a pretty hilariously generic name for a, a sitcom. Uh, as far as I know, there's nobody else on this. And I'm not sure. I guess we should probably watch the high concept him going back in time version but we could also watch the probably better regular boys will be boys but i will probably do second chance because it sounds more ridiculous right could he be any more high concept <laughs> yeah how chandler on a scale of one to ten do we oh, think i'm that expecting gonna we're gonna i think this is just matthew perry and i'm really excited i about mean that's it. definitely true but i mean this is gonna be him as like a like a teenager or at least very early 20s probably a teenager i think Let's see. How old is Matthew Perry? How old do you think Matthew Perry is? This is our this is our podcast within a podcast. Welcome to how old is Matthew Perry? Uh, Thank you guys for sticking in week after week. Sticking in, sticking by us, guys. What are they they sticking it in? It's really unfortunate. We had to let Michael go. It's just you and me (laughs) now. You can't fire me. It's my podcast. Um, it's weird that we can't figure this out considering we have everything. I'm saying, how old do you think he is? I have the information in front of me. I'm going to go with, so in 1987, or do Mm -hmm. I have to do it now because I can't do that kind of math? That was way too much. 1987, I'm going to say he's 19. In 87, he would have been, ugh, now I have to do math. He was born in 1969. Oh, okay. (laughs) You would have been 18. Okay, so he's 18 in this i don't know if that math is correct is it yeah it's seven so 69 and 87 69 nice right is it 69 yeah, yeah. he'd okay. be eight, he'd be 18 okay so he's 18 in this okay so, so for the record no you need to stop 
for the record, the woman figured out the math. The most simplistic <laughs> subtraction. Uh, for the record, I genuinely took time to think about what the answer would be and still wasn't sure. Um, so, you know, so American those, education system. For those who are following along at home, just put another line in the old Mergen column. But uh, to be fair, I do know the difference between who and whom. So I, I, I learned something in school. I know our listeners know that whom <laughs> is made up, so. Whom? What else do we do now, Michael? Whom thinks that? <laughs> Michael. Okay. So, yeah, we talked about what we think it might be. We also do... Uh, hey, hey, broadcast bye. details. I didn't do any. I didn't do any research for this, as our guest list episodes seem to be just me winging it, figuring stuff out on the fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, if you haven't guessed, we do not have a guest again today. Oh, oh, Michael. Oh, oh but we do. Oh, Michael. How uh, here he comes. <laughs> I don't even. That's. Really, it's me. That's terrible character work. Grumpy girl. That's it's me, really Sling lazy. Um, first of all, that's. Intellectual property of somebody. I no, don't know who did that movie. Me and Billy Bob are, are good buds. We yeah, I don't think back. Billy Bob owns the right to sling blade. He absolutely does. He wrote and directed it. And he distributed it, too? He did that all on his okay, own well, dime? Miramax probably owns part yeah. of it, but I bet he owns the Harvey Weinstein, I bet. respected, esteemed Yikes. Hollywood elite. This hey, is not good podcasting. Let's continue. Um, so, broadcast details, yeah, I'm not sure. What, I'm guessing ABC. Uh, let's see. Let's just, let's do uh, on the fly here. Second chance. Second chances. I'm going to sing the theme song. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. What's the theme song? Is there going to be a theme song? Second chances. Second chances. This is really embarrassing for you because I'm pretty sure it would just be so It's going to be a little Elvisy. Second chances. What's the details? The details is it was on Fox. So it's probably going to be unbelievably awful. Welcome to Mike. Give me the deets. Mike. <laughs> give me the deets. Bad reception. It's all the same podcast. Uh, Second chance was a TV show on Fox. So this is early Fox. This is like Married with Children Fox. Mm-hmm. So this is probably it might even be raunchy. This is that's kind of their that was kind of their thing in the in the early days, right? Mm-hmm. They were kind of pushing the envelope. We're Fox. We don't give a fuck. We're airing uh, unverified alien autopsies. I mean, yeah, that's good stuff though. That we're, was the good stuff. We're run by a crazy Australian dude. All right, are you ready to watch this show? Uh, I have more Rupert Murdoch material. This is what happens when we don't have a guest to anchor And it. scene. We'll see in a little bit, guys. Wait, where's your character? Okay. I mean, where's our guest? He'll show up later. Oh, it's a him? No, I'm really <laughs> intrigued. Oh, he's going to show up. Guys, I'm really sorry. This is just you Some and me now. Some slang blade. I call Michael's it Michael's out of here. Hey, guys. How am I doing? You know what? Right People in. are loving my 100% accurate slang right blade impression. Right into 6969 P.O. Box. I don't got no reason to kill nobody. We'll be right back. Now, spend a moment with the stars of Second Chance. I'm Keel Martin. And I'm Matthew L. Perry. I play Charles Russell. Wait a minute, I play Charles Russell. I know. I'm you, 24 years from now. Well, if you're me, then who am I? If you want this sorted out, just watch Second Chance later tonight on Fox Weekend Television. First, I'm going to watch Werewolf and Beans Baxter. Great. I'll watch with you. If I have
We're back. Second chances. Oh, man. This is a second chances. I already forgot the theme song. But and you want to get your great. dances on. We second chances. It wasn't that. My name is Tamla. Sure. And I am a manler. Yo, and I've what? got a handler. Oh, you're a Chandler. His name is Chandler. Oh my god, there's a Which lot of singing confusing. in this episode. <laughs> it's confusing because he's a handler that's named Chandler. Whose handler is named Chandler. Oh, that would be confusing, yeah. Okay, so we watched we watched Second Chance. Second Chances. <laughs> Morgan's giving me the signal Second to continue talking over her singing. I guess she's going to be doing the backing, the backing track for this episode. No, let's cut it. That's enough of that. No more singing. So we watched this show. What was this show? What did it end up being? Michael. Yeah. Just an an initial impression. I mean, an initial impression? (laughs) Any impression. Actually, just any talking would be great. Impression. Yeah, could you do it? Can you do a Matthew Perry impression for us? Could I be? That's the only one I know. Uh, It just feels like a normal Fox sitcom. Let's get into it. Yeah. All right. We open up on what I wrote down. We are in heaven. We are in St. Peter's office. It I'm is pretty July. sure we're in a uh, a Fox studio because a live studio audience, oh, and it's the cheapest heaven set I've ever seen in my I life. I put down designing women the musical, which is exactly yeah. What it, it looks, looks like. like a stage production. It's really, mm-hmm. really bad. And we are definitely playing to the audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Janai. Jen- Jen- I don't even know what word you're trying to say. <laughs> Janai. Are you, are you trying to do a Forrest Gump impression? How many drinks have I had? I don't know. Uh, three how quarters many, of one? How many? Give me fingers. <laughs> how many fingers? Am I holding um, up? It was 11. We're in heaven. We're in St. Peter's office. It is July t- uh, July 29th, 2011. Okay. Excuse me while my dress is making noise while I readjust myself. Uh, guys, just to paint a picture for you at home, I am wearing the cutest bird dress. <laughs> That is bird. B-I-R-D. There are birds on my dress. Um, okay. And I'm head to toe. Tuxedo. St. Peter's Office. Podcast. Terrible set. We're playing to the audience. It's July 29th, 2011. But guess what? Twist. This show is not 2011. No, it's, it's definitely 1987. Which is, I mean, fun fact. This is the pop-up video portion of our podcast. Mm-hmm. That is the year that I was born. <laughs> now everybody knows. <laughs> And do your math. Don't do the math. Um, so we're in St. Peter's office, and we know this because we have a TOS. We have a TOS? Text on screen for uh, oh, those oh laymen at home. Not everybody works in the industry. <laughs> Miss professional over here. Um, With the jargon. Oh, Jesus. Um, it's my character. And we got an empty Oh, you chair. got some jargon over here. We're, we're going to speed past him. We're going right past. I like it's an indistinguishable accent. Could there be anything. Is. There is a lone chair sitting in St. Peter's office. And St. Peter, he's played by like a character actor, like a British yeah, character actor. I wrote my first note is St. Peter. I know him. Yeah, he's definitely from stuff, but I don't know what. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm not he's a must, he's a mustachioed British man. And he's doing a stereotypical British accent. 
Yeah, he's like the uptight British guy, but that's like what he always is, right? Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna have to look at his name. Didn't seem familiar to me. In the no, he's not. I, he just is in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's Saint Peter, and then we open and we have uh, a blonde beauty contestant just appears. She is a Miss America winner, um, and she is waving like she just won. Yeah, everything she does, like as if she's still part of the beauty mm-hmm. contest, because apparently she's, she's not an aware. Idiot. She's not aware that she's dead. Um, I, I think she's aware she's dead. She just is stupid and thinks that everything is part of a beauty contest. When we're entering into the situation, she is waving like she doesn't know that she's dead, and then Saint Peter has to relay to her that she is indeed dead, and that the runner-up had tripped her, and she fell off the runway. Thus. Her mm-hmm. demise. That is true. And then she got really mad and she said, I could just kill her. And then he said, I think she beat you to that one. Okay. And pause. Stop doing the pause for laughter pit. <laughs> and then she makes a really gross starvation joke. that yeah, I, I, I wrote down jokes about starvation. Hilarious. Yeah. Real gross. I mean, um, to be fair, she's not making a joke. The joke is that she's dumb and doesn't understand. She yeah, says starving it's... people should just eat more food. It's still really disgusting. Anyway, so we learned that the whole process of entering. So this is this is our our lobby into the afterlife. Uh, the whole process is they first go to Saint Peter. They meet Saint Peter. Saint Peter's like, "Hey, guess what? You're f- super fucking dead." <laughs> and um, then she stands on a scale. Well, it's like a game show. It's like a little circle that you stand on, and then there's like lights up and makes music and stuff. And then you can go. You can go to one door or another door. One is hell, and one is heaven. And they make a lot of damn jokes. They make a lot of damn jokes. Yeah, because we can get away with damn. Because they can say damn on TV. Because the FCC is okay with damn. Mm -hmm. And it's Fox. They're pushing the envelope. Pushing Mm -hmm. the goddamn envelope. Mm -hmm. Peg. Um, Well, and then our beauty queen is good enough to make it into heaven, so she goes down to heaven. And then, immediately following Mm -hmm. that, we get a second guest in the chair. Mm -hmm. And this is is 100% necessary, right? Why wouldn't it be necessary? Because we already established what, what happens in the afterlife. We should just go right to the main character. Yeah, no, we, we get a buffer character. Can you tell me who that character is, Michael? Uh, Muammar Gaddafi. Muammar Gaddafi. Can you tell me anything about Gaddafi? Mm-hmm. I can tell you that uh, he killed a lot of people and is not is not liked by people in the 1980s. Uh, can you tell me what country he is from? Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell me? As he's a bit a, oh, of trivia. He's a Libyan crazy person. Mm-hmm. But you want to hear something fun? Mm-hmm. Guess what year Muammar Gaddafi died? I don't know. 2011. Holy shit. Yeah. Just like this, in the show. This fucking show predicted his or death. Or this show did it. Who knows? I think they did it. I have a sneaking I, I was suspicion. Because like, I had written down, I was like, haha, motherfuckers, he died in 2012. And then I looked it up. Nope. He died in 2011. And that's pretty fucking crazy. That was a called shot. Um, so, uh, Muammar Gaddafi goes to heaven. And it's a white guy in, in brown face, just oh, for the always. record. And we're doing a la jokes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really little... really fucking terrible. It's a little awkward. Uh, he goes to hell. And completely he, unnecessary. Other than that, it's like, again, it's Fox and they're trying to be edgy by saying, like, hey, look at this, uh, popular no. figure. Popular. Look at this famous... <laughs> he was... <laughs> he was on the cover of Teen Beat. But, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's poke a little fun at, uh, the current, uh... We'd be... In the throes of Gulf War is the Gulf War 89. God, you really, no, you know what? No, because Reagan would have still been in office. You're really making me sound like an idiot because I don't know anything about history. Oh, my Lord. No, it wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't be the Gulf War don't yet. Don't play with the... I'm sorry, I'm playing with the thing. Gulf War, I think, is 89. Uh, Doesn't matter. This is a completely Bush useless segment. And we're already, at this point, we're like six minutes into a half-hour comedy. He goes to super hell and then... 
finally we get our lead character in the chair. Um, and he looks like Mitt Romney. <laughs> yeah, um, he looks a lot like John Cassavetes. Yeah. Like if, I guess if Mitt Romney and John Cassavetes mm-hmm. uh, merged together as a mediocre uh, actor in his 50s. And he is holding a steering wheel. Or he's like had his hands out gesture like he's no, he's actually got a steering, steering wheel, wheel yeah. which is kind of stupid. It's dumb. I need to stop touching. That you thing. really need to stop touching it. Um, it's very loud. We find out that our lead character has killed himself in a hovercraft well, accident. He died. He didn't kill himself on a. Well, he was speeding, so that's asking for your own death. <laughs> he had it coming. He was speeding on the hoverway on the four the four hundred five hoverway, or was the one hundred one four? Um, I don't know. Way. It was an LA joke. Yeah, everyone's laughing. It's hilarious. I mean, he, um, he lives in Venice, so he was probably on the 405. Well, no, he lives in Venice when he's a kid. We don't know where he lives when he's older. Oh, all right. Okay, so he dies, and then so he goes to go do the same process as everyone else. He goes to stand on the scale, and he's pleading to go back, and then, you know. Oh, boy, he, you missed, you missed a, a solid joke because he, right. he says that he was speeding, and then he says, well, it was because I was late. And he said, well, now you're the late Charles Russell because now he's dead. Hold. Stop doing the hold for laughter bit. These are the jokes, guys. These are the jokes. You got to keep up. If you're laughing so hard, you can't listen to the next bit. That's your fault. You know what? Go back and rewind it. Listen, there's going to be a lot of good jokes. There's going to be a lot of bangers in this episode. And you need to be prepared and, you know, pause it yourself if you need a break. Because we're not doing it for you. Not anymore. We're not. It's not kindergarten. Come on, guys. And he gets on the scale. Gets on the scale. And what happens? He, guys, guess what? Split decision. Yeah, both doors light up. So he gets the option because he's a, a privileged white male. Because he gets the nope. It's because he's a privileged white <laughs> I male. Just gonna, I was gonna elaborate on what happens. He says that it's you're called a blue lifer, which happens when you can't just if they can't decide if you're good or bad. Well, you're not you're not good enough for heaven, and you're not bad enough for hell. Right. So that means you get to go back and relive, which is what he just asked for. So, I mean, that's pretty coincidental. Yeah, it's almost like this was completely It's scripted. almost like this is a, a bad sitcom. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, oh, he, he says, to further explain the blue lifer concept, he says, if you were music, you'd be Barry Manilow. Yeah, we got Barry Manilow jokes up in oh, here. Oh, we get a sick Benny. Benny. A Benny Manilow. That's what we call him. If you're friends with him, you call him the wrong name. How many drinks have I had, Michael? Seriously, not enough. Okay. And then we get a sick uh, Barry Manilow joke. I don't remember what the joke. Just oh, that you our, our lead character says something to the effect of like, yeah, I'm going to get stuck singing Mandy. got to sing Mandy for the rest of my life. That sounds like hell to me. Jesus. And smash no mention cut. Of, no mention of Jesus. Smash cut to credits. What's up with that? But a second chance. We have an amazing, amazing second chance. What I've been waiting for on this show since the first episode. We have a legit 80s theme song with credits over video of people doing silly, ridiculous things. We have. People wearing leather jackets. Well, because we, we get... have caricatures of ridiculous things. We got a surfer dude. We got Matthew Perry cheesing to the camera. We got the main character guy. I guess is is he's the main character. Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney, and finally we get somebody sitting in a chair and falling down backwards over the credits over a cheesy music with words that. How does it go? What does it say? He says, uh, "Gotta go back." 
Okay. And uh, yeah, it's great. It's it's all I wanted, and we could have just stopped it right there, and I would have been like 100% recommend, absolutely watch this show. It's amazing. You can skip the first six minutes. They're boring. But that next 30 seconds, pure gold. But then, unfortunately, the show keeps going. It keeps going. Okay, and then we, so we... we 24 years into the past. We go to 1987. Um, he is... Uh, dropped in the middle of Venice in somebody's house that doesn't look like Venice. It looks like downtown to me. I mean, look again, it looks like a set. Or it looks like, no, no, no. I mean, oh, the, the, the exterior is not downtown. It almost looks like near USC. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares where it takes this place. Is, uh, sorry. All right, for, our, for our LA fans. <laughs> local jokes get you local work. Um, yeah, so we get dropped into another set. It's probably the same set just a week later. <laughs> Um, he is in somebody's house. You think they house. took a week shooting that first scene? I don't know. How no, they were. that was that was half a day. I don't know how long it takes to come down off of cocaine. <laughs> um, then Matthew, we get Matthew Perry and his mother entering the scene. Well, first it's just his mom, and she comes in and she gets scared because there's a strange man in her house, and then he's like, "Hey, it's my mom. How come she's all scared about me being here?" And then the guy's like, "The the oh, St. Peter." It says, well, she can't see me. She can only see you. So now you just look like a crazy person standing in the middle of her house without being let in. Second chances. And pretty much without a beat, she just is okay with it because he says that there was an ad for a room. Michael, it was the 80s. People just walked into people's houses. It wasn't a big deal. I mean, they didn't even have, you know, the the lock, the door lock wasn't invented until 1991. A lot of people don't know that. I believe it. A lot of people don't know that. Um, so, yeah, she's totally okay with it once he says, oh, there's an ad for a room for rent in the paper, which I guess he just remembers happened when he was a he teenager. Does. You know why? Because he's thought about this this moment in his life a lot. over and over again. Oh, yeah. He's we didn't say it. He, he said he's got to go back to this one particular instance in his life where he made a bad decision and it affected the rest of his life. Uh. <laughs> so he's back in time. And now Matthew Perry shows up and he's like, whoa, hey, it's Matthew Perry. What's going on, bud? That's not What's what this strange doing. dude? He's, hey. he's straight up just being Chandler. He's being exactly Matthew Perry as he is in everything. But I'm just, he's got that nervous, goofy energy that he carries with him. He is exactly like he is on any other, any other mm-hmm. show that he's ever been on. Uh, he is just Chandler, for better and for worse. The writing doesn't support him in any way because it's really bad. But he still gets a, a good chuckle or two, I think. Yeah. He's, he's well, immediate. yeah, because he's, he's just as, being what I enjoy about his his performance in Friends. Right, and as soon as he's on as soon as he's on screen, the show instantly is better. Yeah, like it's you genuinely wonder why we've spent what like ten minutes channeling this. Him. Yeah, he's clearly the most entertaining part of the show. But anyway, so now we we introduce him, and it's this guy. Uh, this guy says that he need, he. He found whatever uh, an ad in the paper that says that they're printing a room, and then she says, "Oh, okay, fine, we forgive that." And then she says, "It's going to be three hundred and whatever a month," which I was like, "In L.A., Jesus, I would kill for that." Um, in eighty-seven. And then he says, "Well, I'm only going to be here one night. How will fifty dollars suffice?" How's that and she says, "Totally fine." And he reaches into his back pocket into a super spacesuit. And um, he just has a futuristic kind of looking suit on, I guess. Kind of. It's really cheap. It's it just really is dumb. a little bit 
modern looking, I guess. And he pulls out a 50 piece and she says, who's on this? Well, she's like, what is this? Is this some kind of joke? Because this isn't uh, money. And then we make a predictive celebrity as president joke with a TR at the beginning of their last name. Not the current jackass we have, but Travolta, which I would pay to see. Also, well, I mean, he did play the president in Primary Colors. That's true. Played a parody of Bill Clinton. <gasps> so they, they that's predicted two. So everybody hey, keep on, on your bingo card at home. They predicted two things. And, and if Bill Clinton ever makes it onto a dollar bill, then we know, hey, that was predicted by this show too. He's not going to. We, we, hey, we don't know. May, 2011 isn't here yet. No, yeah, it is. It was a long time that's ago. super here and past. Um, oh, he 24. says about his futuristic spacesuit. Matthew Perry says, I wouldn't be caught dead in that outfit. Everybody pause. Because he was caught dead in that outfit. It's him in the future. There's so many him in the future jokes in the show. I I think they must have run out after one episode, right? Like there couldn't have been any more left for the second episode. Oh no, there's got to be more. Um, so he says, you think I'm crazy? And uh, Matthew Perry kind of is like, yes, I, yeah, I think you're crazy. Because he starts, does he start explaining what is he, why does he think he's crazy? Because he disappeared in his house? Yeah, and then also because the mom was like, this is clearly not real money. Oh, yeah, and he's just trying to pay for the rent. With yeah, and then they basically are like, money. you need to get the hell out of here, which is the response that should have been there in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Is that you, you hey, are... you are a, dangerous. You, you are, are in person, my house with I, my son. I will kill you unless you leave right yeah, now. she would have super hooked mommed up. Hooked mom. She would have hooked mom up. <laughs> she would have hooked mom up. You know what I mean? Son? Anyway, now we're introduced to the zany side characters. Okay, so this guy, our our lead guy, basically leaves. Chandler. And then now we're left with oh. Matthew Perry with our... Old Chandler. Who's the older... No, the younger version of our lead guy. Mm-hmm. And he goes to wash some dishes. I don't know. He goes over to the sink and the... He goes over to the other part of the set the where super, there's an open back. <laughs> the super part of the set that's got a super open back to the super set. And this dumb character, squiggy-looking motherfucker, walks in. And oh, hey, hey, ho. Hey, hey, What's a, going on over here? I got, he I got a, I hey, got Chaz Mataz. I got a dame on my arm. Because I guess when he was younger, he went by Chaz instead of Charles. Mm-hmm. Hey, cute. Chaz Mataz. Actually, I like the name Chaz. <laughs> um, <laughs> Write that down. Yeah, this guy's the worst. He's super gross. And he's he comes in with uh, another blonde bimbo on his, on his arm. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Hey, that's what she, that's, Michael. Yeah, I'm, that's the character they wrote. They made her an idiot. And and she's like sucking up to him being like, oh, yeah, we gotta oh, really I love you. Okay. You're the best. Can and we then take he's a like, second? Hey, 1980s, it's just you and me right now. What? Why are we treating women this way? Well, it's Fox. Again, this is kind of hey, their MO. Hey. No? Peg Bundy? Peg Bundy actually. Kelly Bundy. Okay, Kelly Bundy. <laughs> Every Peg other Bundy. woman on that show. Peg Bundy actually was making a statement Mm -hmm. that's for another podcast anywho yeah so this guy enters he there's a joke about him being with this girl and then she's asked to see him later on and then he's like no i'm with so-and-so because she's got a trans am hey yo hickory dickory duck um and then she says something about her dad having a portion and he's like but i'm not into older guys Look at your dad hey, you stupid bitch and i thought that was really uncalled yeah, that, for i was like i don't know the he fcc uh <laughs> let them get away with that i think you could say bitch on on fox in 1987 i don't think so this is the reagan years i don't know maybe once again we're in the reagan years 
Why do you keep me in the Reagan years? When the, this is the first, this Mm-mm. is the first trip Mm-mm. to the eighties that we've been on. Uh-uh. Oh, except for last, except last for the very week. last episode. That's okay, right. but it so, wasn't. No, they didn't listeners. say bitch on that for sure. Listeners, once again, who was right? Who? Who was right? Oh, it was me. I was right. Okay, that's so, a character we can retire right now. The character of Morgan. She's done. You're fired. You're fired. Drink more alcohol. You take it from here. <laughs> So yeah, so the uh, his, his, there is friends. I guess it's this it's this guy that we were talking about. Squiggy. Squiggy. I don't know what his actual name is, but uh, I couldn't. I was trying to figure it out, and I could not figure it out. Uh, and his other friend Eugene, who is like an idiot surfer guy, I guess. No, he. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's just, but he's kind of an idiot tag Dork. along. Yeah, he's kind of like his the like. Hey, it's uh, I'd hang out with you guys because I want to be cool. Um, and his name is Eugene. Not Eugene, Eugene, which is how everybody says it. And I thought that was really bizarre. Which is really funny because it reminds me of a 30 Rock episode. <laughs> and if you know what I'm talking about, you're my new best friend. But we should probably talk about the TV show we did watch. Not the super better TV show, 30 Rock. I said that this the squeaky looking guy looks like a combination of Matt Dillon and Corey Feldman, mm-hmm. which I think I nailed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He, so he's, he's, he's like, hey, you know the plot of every single thing from the 1980s for some reason you guys are gonna lose your house i know because your dad your, your mom called my dad looking for a room for rent in our nasty roach infested apartment, apartment building. building and so yeah so he finds out matthew perry finds out that uh they're gonna lose their house because his deadbeat dad hasn't been play, paying alimony and then he he's like no 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 that's not happening and then he picks up the phone to call who the bank the bank he's gonna call the i'm bank. gonna call the bank in quotations. Hey bank hey bank give and me then, some money and then when he picks give me up, my, give me my money. Oh my god! Give me all the money. And then when he picks up the phone, his mom is on the phone with the car dealership. <laughs> yeah, the car dealership, and they're like, "We're gonna take your Tercel." Yes, they do name then, drop the Tercel, and I was like, first of all, Tercel, what a shitty car!" And then that's funny that that's what they were gonna take away because it's like a the cheapest car you could possibly buy. Are they still making Tercels? No. I'm not going to go into the, the history of the Tercel, but no, the Tercel has been off the line for a long time. It basically yeah. is the is what the Prius is. Okay, so that's funny. Then they kind of predicted that because they're like, we're going to take the Tercel, which is <laughs> so not hey. a thing in 2011. They do so make a joke. They called that. They knew that they, they were they take did make the Tercel. They made a joke that I did get. Tercel. Am I right? <sighs> hold for it. The, oh, people are dying. We got to hold a long time for this one. They made a joke that I... Turds, turd cell. It's like a piece of poo car. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, guys, it's just you and me. I've murdered Michael. Um, I'm hoping this isn't going to be used as an exhibit in the well, you trial. really shouldn't have just admitted to it. Um, okay. I'm the ghost of Mike, and I'm back. I got a second chance. I'm blue lifer. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate everything that's happening right now. <laughs> they made a joke that I got, okay. and that made me ha- okay. that made, made me happy. And it's not funny, <laughs> but they said we're going to take the car, but you can keep the calendar because they back in the back in the day, they would take a picture of you with your new, with your new car, and then they would put that into a calendar. Oh, so you would have, sick! Why don't they do that now? Uh, because I'd have so many calendars. Actually, yeah. I didn't have one because I only bought one car, but. I don't know why the amount of calendars was what I was excited about. The recession, Michael. That's why. Um, and then we get a, like 
Because again, this is a, this is such such a stereotypical eighty sitcom. Second chances. We get we get Matthew Perry looking sad with the sad music cue. The na, 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 second chance. Like sometimes this show is serious. Sometimes, even though things are funny, they're also sad. Yeah, but then. But then. We come back from the commercial. And then his friend says, hey, yo, uh, what do you know the corner? Have you ever killed a guy? And he's like, no, Jesus. Uh, um, then he, his friend is like, hey, yo, uh, the corner market, uh, they're going to be doing the lottery drawing. And, no, he uh, says they have a lottery machine there. Yeah, but they're going to be doing a lottery drawing. Because- but there was a joke about the lottery machine. Okay. But now I don't remember what it was. Okay, that's Great. Right. Sucks to be Great. You. you made me lose the track of the joke. And then he proposes that they knock over this little market store. Well, first he says, why don't we go in there and ask him to give us all the cash? And then the dumb psychic says, because they probably wouldn't give it to us. And Hilarious. I, I did think that was pretty good. Hilarious. Um, Matthew Perry is like, no, I can't do that. And then something happens where his friend was, says something and then he's like, oh, I guess I got to do it. I genuinely don't know. Okay, that's how it goes. And then we go. He just from convinces the house. him. He's like, "But we should." And he's like, "Oh yeah." Okay. Good job. Oh no, I good think he writing. does it. I think he does it before. I think he proposes the robbery before he picks up the phone and finds out that they're like at the end of their rope. Okay. Yeah. And then the and then yeah, like, the number is that's why they, that's where the sad music cue is. Is he's like, "I guess we're gonna because have to of do the it. turd we're cell. We're gonna have to rob the lottery store. The turd cell." Oh, it's funny when you say it. It is. It's hilarious when I say it. Okay, smash cut. Now two. we cut to uh, them in goofy disguises. The squiggy looking guy is dressed as Freddie Mercury, apparently. Mm-hmm. And Matthew Perry is... Is Kurt oh. Russell from Used Cars. Oh, I was going to say he's... Uh, what's his face from To Kill a Mockingbird? <laughs> okay, or he's... he's uh, uh, Jesus. Is that I mean, Cary Grant? No, it's Gregory Peck, but what's Gregory his name? Peck. Atticus Finch. Atticus Finch. Jesus. Make oh, me, my at God. At least I got one kind of intellectual reference today. Jesus, I can't think of history, but... We graduated high school. We did. What do you want from us? We graduated from high school in the easiest state to graduate from high school. Oh, my, my cat God. is knocking shit the out. My cat did not graduate from high school. He heard his name earlier, so he wanted to show up. Everybody, this is Sydney. Say hello, Sydney. Anyway, actually, not not you. Sydney, cars. want a cookie? He, stop doing other people's bits. Uh, he looks exactly like Kurt Russell in in Big Trouble in Little China when he goes undercover, not in the poster of Big Trouble for Little China. Uh, he uh, he dresses. We up have like a, dork. a a giant poster of Big Trouble in Little China directly behind Mike right now. That is true, because it's a great movie and it's awesome. Anyway, so they come in. These are not good disguises. They still look essentially the same, but. All right, they dr- they're dressed differently, and he has the other guy has a fake mustache on. Anyway, so they go so, into the store, and they start give, they start saying their names. Oh, my name is Bill, and my name is Carl, and they we can't get... they can't keep it straight. They keep saying like, no, "Sorry, they stick to sorry, Bob," and then he's like, "No, it's not Bob, Frank," and he's like, "It's Carl, no, Phil." No, that's not right. Yeah, they were doing right. that is absolutely right. They're doing alliteration jokes, which makes it funnier. Okay, okay. Instead of saying the wrong name, they're like that Biff. No, rhyme. it's Bill and Bob and Biff and. Bleak. Okay, Barl. Anyway, so they there's that bit, and then he says, "So what's the plan?" And the other guy says, "Here's the plan. We rob the place." And guess what, guys? Guess who's behind the counter? It's 
old Chandler. I, <gasps> oh, I, fucking shit. I thought they were going to explain why he worked there, but they don't. No, because he got a job. <laughs> he got a job the same day and got a shift that day? Yeah, because people don't want to work the overnight at a convenience school. A convenience, a, a convenience school? <sighs> I'm on my 15th drink. She's on her first drink. She hasn't even finished it. So anyway, yeah, he works there. Old Chandler works there. For some reason, and so there's a lot. He's changing a lot of stuff already. This is the, who what, who rented that room out before him. Now that guy's not going to have a room or woman, Morgan. But did we establish that somebody rented it out? Well, somebody had to have rented it out before, else he wouldn't have known that they were renting out his room. Yeah, huh? He would know, but know that nobody ever rented it. Well, yeah. What if they had just posted it today? What? Like the, that he knew that on this day the ad went out to the paper that they're renting the room. I know, but and nobody ever took up on the offer. On that day? It doesn't have to be that day. I mean, ever. That person can never live there now. Yeah. Now, so I'm saying he's already changing the course of history. Are you, history. Talking, and are he you also, talking? Are you talking about butterfly effect? Yeah. And now he took some other guy's job. He took somebody's house. He took somebody's job. This guy is, t- he's making a lot of waves for himself. <gasps> Shit. He should what if be this really happened? Hold on, everybody. What if this really happened? And this is why it we did. have Trump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Both of our phones just went off? Ugh. Anyway, such professionals. Stop it. Oh, and then we have the only genuine laugh that is in the entire episode. So it's just Freddie Mercury and Gregory Peck. And then um, Eugene rolls up dressed like... No, you you just skipped. I just was building up the best okay. joke. You thought the best joke was Eugene? Stop. I, all, I, I have control over the, the effects here. No, before that, Squiggy says, all right, just act natural. And then we get Matthew Perry doing the most Chandler awkward walk that he could possibly do. And it's really funny and ridiculous. And then he just loudly proclaims, well, I guess I'll buy a lottery ticket. And it made me laugh. (laughs) It made me laugh really hard uh, because of the delivery. Obviously, that's not writing. That's all in uh, Matthew Perry's expert hands. But uh, anyway, continue. I thought that was a good bit. You can go yeah, fart yourself. Yeah, because it was, it was, it was, it was very Chandler-esque of like, we're going to brush Because he walks like really it. stiffly sideways. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Well, and then hey, he kind of stretches out his arms six seconds too. of a pretty good joke, you could watch the first episode of this show. Anyway, now Eugene. Eugene. So they, he, so they're like, they're up at the counter and then Matthew Perry is like, mm, we can't rob this place because this guy super knows me. Oh, yeah, because he's like, hey, Chaz. And he's like, holy shit, you know who I am? And he's like, yeah, you're not even disguised even a little bit. That's not until later. Okay, but, yeah. But basically, yeah, they they check it out of it. And the entered Eugene, who's dressed like... But you're, you're, you're losing a setup for another joke. Because okay. it gives him the numbers for the lottery. He says 24, 69, 112. And uh, now we can go on to the next joke. And I'll yeah, give you so he buys later. it, and then he gives the numbers. Okay. And then enters Eugene fucking finally. Eugene. Jesus effing Christ. Eugene shows up, and he is, like, dressed to the nines as a lady. Stop the sound effects. And uh, he's got a gun, which nobody seems alarmed by. No. It's really upsetting to me. I need to have a moment and talk about this. Why was nobody like, what the fuck? Because they were robbing the place. With a fucking gun? Yeah, things got, things escalated. He need, they're good, it's a good thing he came. Well, it's not really, because they didn't end up robbing it anyway. He came. But, uh, oh my god. Uh, and then he makes another, 
not a great joke, but a joke that made me laugh, which he said, sorry, Emily, I had to wait till my mom fell asleep to get the wig. And that did make me laugh. because It's a pretty good chuckle. I guess his mom wears a wig and he stole it off her head. She went to sleep with it? <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe, his, his or maybe she took it off. off. And, no, yeah. I like my version of the joke where she's sleeping and he steals it off of mm-hmm. her sleeping head. Yeah, I would like to see that in the show. Yeah, um, they really missed the mark on that one. They don't rob the place. And then they leave the place. And then immediately, immediately they announce the winning numbers. Oh, no, no, that's not true. St. Peter comes back, right? Yeah. St. Peter Pe- comes back and he does this whole well, gag. no, no, no. Because St. Peter doesn't come back while Chandler, while Matthew Perry's still there. They they exit the store. Yeah, they leave. They're, he's because because he Charles talks him out of it. He's like, "You don't want to do this, man." Yeah, that's trust what I'm me. Yeah. And then they exit the store. Yeah, and then they leave. So he short, he again changes the course of history. Mm-hmm. And, and then now Saint Peter comes back, and he's like, "All right," and he wipes his hands off, and he's like, "All righty, to heaven with me now, right?" And Saint Peter is like. Oh, no, it doesn't work like that. No, you're missing it. Okay, go ahead. He comes back and he has a snow cone in his hand. Oh, my he's, God. He's it's eating, not even a joke. He, but it shows the amazing advances we made in 1987 in technology. Mm-hmm. When he has he's, a blue snow cone. Oh, my God. And then You were mansplaining this show to me. Wait for it. What color does it turn into? It turns into red because he says that I would rather have cherry. And mm-hmm. then he eats the cherry. He licks it like a gross puppy. And then he's like, no, actually, the blueberry was better. And then it goes back to And then blue. it magically changes back. But we do not get a magic sound effect, which no, made me sad. No, but we get to see it. And then the main Chandler. It's like they were just looking for anything to old fill Old Chandler is like, hey, I did the thing I was supposed to do. And then... St. Peter's like, yeah, but not really. But you both, you guys both have lessons you need to learn. No, he says that, well, you 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 altered the future, but you did it by altering the circumstances and not making him a better moral person. He just didn't do it because in this version of the encounter, you told him not to do it. Not because he decided that it was a bad thing to do. And he's like, so you guys both have a lot of learning to do. So it's going to be like a my name is Earl kind of thing, like where it's like every week we got to learn a lesson to to pay our penance to get be a better person. For Scientology. And then, so there's a joke about him reading the newspaper and like the trashy headlines and then he takes it because he's going to take it back with him because Eleanor Roosevelt likes that kind of shit. And then, <laughs> Good jokes, really. Uh, Matthew Perry waltzes back in and he's like, hey, the numbers were just announced, which is fucking nuts. Yeah, that was quick. He ba- I don't think you can get it in that close to it. And then he says that. He's that, like, what the fuck, dude? You gave me the wrong numbers. I told you very specifically my acted. favorite. That's not how he acted. No, because he's excited because he gave him the right numbers. Most of the right numbers. And he's like, I got four out of six numbers. And then the guy's like, that's only because I couldn't remember the other two. Which is amazing that he even remembered four of the six winning Michael, lottery numbers. Michael, he has numbers. hashed this night over and over it's and like, over It's like, gosh, I wish I would have remembered all those lottery numbers just in case I ever go back in time. Well, when did, uh, when did Back to the Future come out? 1986. No, 85, sorry. Okay, so he was like thinking, like, God damn it, if I could ever have If that ever happens it. to me, I'm gonna be I'm gonna know the, the Absolutely. You don't think that that's what people were thinking during that time? Like they were consumed with that. Yeah, maybe. I guess you're right. People were consumed by that. Okay, so he wins four out of six of the numbers and then So he's like, That's still a couple thousand bucks, bro. And he's and like, Oh, like, cool. Sweet, get to save the farm. Ah, so um, we solved that again, just like trouble with Larry, they kind of 
set up this big, really serious problem, and then are immediately like, oh, yeah, we just got out of it. No problem. Yeah, but I think it's pretty indicative of... But, I mean, like, I would think that that would be a central part of the story. No, like, after that, it's just like, nope, now everything's fine. And he says he's going to move in. He's like, oh, now I'm going to move into that room and live there because he has to stay living in his past for an indeterminate amount of time. very big question for you. How big? Do you think at some point the mom comes on to him? Of course. This is our, we already discussed, it's after Back to the Future, so. President has been set. The president has been set. The precedent has been set. Okay, so that's the... The precedent. Oh, Jesus. That's the end of the episode. No, Um, and then he he says, he comes back in and Matthew Perry's like, whoa, were you just talking to yourself? And he's like, no, but I am now. No, that happened, that happened before the numbers thing. I know, but we didn't say it, so I wanted to say it because it's stupid. Because it's another one of the dumbest jokes in this show, which is that they're constantly making jokes that... Matthew Perry would be like, what the hell are you talking about if he said that to him? If he, if he said, oh, were you talking to yourself? And then he said, no, but I am now. Wouldn't you be like, what the hell does that mean? And but he credits. just ignores it. And then we get, yeah, credits, uh, typical 80s credits oh, where it's we get, but stills we get, from the no? show. Stills from the show. No. Yes. And voiceover of the commercial for the next Okay, thing. but before that, what? what do we get? Music. We get a fucking freeze frame. How oh, can you not a, talk about a freeze frame? We do frame. get a freeze frame ending. I feel like I don't even know you. I feel like you didn't even watch this episode. I feel like you're not even, we're like not here sleeping. together. I feel like you're on drugs. Do kind we need of. To talk about? Is this kind of. Talk about is this an intervention? Again? I would be so happy because I'm really excited to throw liquid in somebody's face. Can we, for the rest of the podcast, can we talk simultaneously? Oh, at different cross levels? talk, our new podcast. Just the whole thing, the whole time. We're just going to talk at the same exact time, and everybody's going to love it. You're not talking, so it's no, not I working. know. I'm shaking my head because I'm not going to do that because it drives me crazy when other people do it. It drives you crazy. It drives like, me bananas. It drives you bananas. In my panty. It's driving oh, yeah. a banana truck. <laughs> Are you drunk? You only had one drink. I haven't even had one. It's just like a quarter. I haven't even I've, had one. You had too many drinks. All right. That's what the end of the show. Um, the end of the television show, not at the end of our show. Jesus, we got lots of time left. Just kidding. We are running long. Let's get through the end of this. Would you watch another episode? Go. I probably could because I do enjoy Matthew Perry quite a bit. Also, I just want to see what the end all lesson. What is it going to culminate to? What what is going to be the scenario that changes his moral compass? I'm guessing nothing because they canceled this idea because it sucks. But that's why I would say, are you done with your with your version of the truth? I guess I am. I guess I am. Your version of the truth. I guess I am. I would say I would absolutely not watch another episode of this version of the TV show because it sucks and the main guy isn't funny. And I'm not even sure if he's supposed to be, but uh, I would not watch another episode of this because it, it's not good. But Matthew Perry, I know, I don't think that I would watch it uh, any more episodes at the time because I wouldn't know that Matthew Perry is that funny because he only has like really one funny thing that he does in the whole episode. Also, you would have only been three. Yeah, it would have been weird to watch another episode of this show. But knowing that this show changes to another show, Boys Will Be Boys. Well, I like made a little uh, remix there. Boys will be b- b- boys, b- 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 boys, b- b- boys. <laughs> I want to know what the theme song for boys will be. Boys, what is that? 
Boys will be boys. They'll be boys all up in their boys. Hey guys, if you just abandon this, I would completely understand. Boys in the house. If you do want more of me, though, please stay tuned. They're gonna be boys. We established that the boys will be boys in Merkins. At the end of the week. Anyway, I want to know what Boys Will Be Boys is because it's basically just taking out the boring dad. Dad, he's not the dad. He's the old character. Taking out the boring old character and just focusing on on the Chandler character. And I would watch that. But no, I would not watch another episode. It's a second chance. Uh, is there potential for a reboot? Absolutely not. No, there's not. That's there's not even no a question. There's no way. This was a terrible idea this to begin with. This is a dumb idea for a show. And I love... Like, uh, what we were talking, I love 17 again. I love those kinds of, of, uh, comedies, but this just doesn't work. It, the concept doesn't provide any laughs at all. Unless, it was a terrible time in our history where we were so fucking stupid but like, and do, treated our audience like they were dumb. Do you think that he's going to tell him that he's him? Like that would be the yeah. only thing that would make it interesting. I think so. If he just keeps pretending like he's some random person, that's really dumb. I don't know. I could go either way. I don't know. So then, uh, final thoughts and quick recommendations. My final thought is I'm glad that we moved past uh, this era of just completely playing to a studio audience um, and kind of winking to the camera. And my final, final thought is... (laughs) My first final thought. I got seven final thoughts. Um, What do I do? recommendation oh my jesus every fucking episode every episode listen so this is what i was thinking is it's just the positivity corner it's the it's the end of the show where we have been talking shit on something or watching something that wasn't enjoyable and we kind of just button it with something we do like so it doesn't have to be a tv show like last week you did a, a a musical record that's fine let's just end it with something that is nice something that we like do you know what i'm gonna talk about i don't do you i really don't somebody some Somebody once told no, me that's, that's you love Smash it. Mouth. Listen, that's great. I'm, I'm big, glad that we can end on something high for you. I'm a big Smash head. Um, I'm out. I am going to talk about. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, 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 it's me. Hey, do you like a combination of Mr. Bean? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, and Pee Wee Herman, and a little bit of Fred Rogers, and a six-year-old in a six-two frame. I got somebody for you. His name is motherfucking Phil Rosenthal, and he's the best thing that has ever entered my life. I fucking love this man. He is the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond, and he is uh, just so in awe of everything in life, and it's coming from a complete genuine spot. Uh, He had a show for a little bit on PBS called, I think I'll have what Phil's having. I can't remember quite exactly what it was but for you people who have at home who more than likely have netflix he has a season out called somebody feed phil it's a travel food show kind of in the vein of like a a anthony bourdain but if anthony bourdain was like what i said before like (laughs) mr bean meets fred rogers meets peewee herman um it's amazing it just feels like you are eating a warm cookie that's what he does for me. Great. See, now we don't have the bad taste in our mouth of this mm-hmm. show. No, it's great. What am I going to recommend? 
What am I gonna recommend? Oh boy, the voices in this episode are crazy. This is also our audition for voiceover work. So if you need uh, zany characters, you know where to turn. They're not gonna hire any of us. If you need a zany character, I don't know, bud. No, that's a new Millhouse. (laughs) Okay, that's a very litigious property that we're. Stepping on. I was talking about uh, Richard Mc- Milhouse Nixon. Okay, that's my that's my my Richard that's Nixon. Milhouse. Anyway, continue. I am not a crook. Okay. It's it's. I think it's dead on. Um, I don't know. I wish that I had a specific thing in mind. This uh, is your podcast. I know. We just decided what to do. I don't know. I haven't really been watching anything lately. Uh, I'm going to recommend the 1987 John Carpenter classic, Prince of Darkness, because you know what? It came out the same year as this. And also, I talked about Kurt Russell already, and he's in other John Carpenter movies, but not this one. I was going to say he's not this one. But we but talk who's about, in this? Uh, this one has Donald Pleasance. And? And Alice Cooper. Oh, no. I always think that he's somebody else. Who do you think is in it? The lead guy. Yeah, who do you think he is? The other guy with a crazy mustache. Oh, Tom Atkins? Yeah. This guy's way younger than Tom Atkins. I don't care. He looks I, like Tom Atkins. This guy's name is, uh, ah, oh, fuck, Jameson. Seriously, guys, if you have not seen this movie, it's my favorite. It's, it's my so good. It's my absolute favorite. It's one of the, it's like such a good balance of like creepy and like gross oh and like scary and fun and funny. Um, it's And the last like two minutes are so incredibly unsettling. The whole movie, I mean, like, there's a lot of really unsettling parts in the movie. Mm-hmm. For one thing, the score oh, never so stops. Good. The score is fantastic, and it's it doesn't ever stop. The entire movie has this nonstop, like, droning yeah, like score. Yeah, like, driving. Womp, womp, mm-hmm. womp. Like, it, it literally never stops for the whole movie, which you probably won't notice while you're watching it, but it affects you, like, subliminally, like, into, like, feeling uncomfortable. And it, like, cuts to, like, this VHS footage in the middle of something that was shot on film, which really adds to, like, the... Yeah, there's a lot. He does, he plays with a lot of John Carpenter plays with a lot of like different media, different media, and different like it is confined, which is kind of like a mm-hmm. staple of him. Uh, it's like takes place in a college, uh, yeah, like USC, like a USC type college. Uh, it's a bunch of people that are researching the uh, the existence of a higher power. Yeah, or uh, yeah, the, the scientific, the science behind like is there a god? And it's a really cool like it's it, they so they're they're doing like this in, like this intellectual research in religion to see if like could science and religion coexist could there Mm -hmm. be like a scientific explanation behind everything behind all of religion and that's kind of like a really i think that's like a really cool uh premise for like a horror movie because it it gives you kinds like all kinds of lore all kinds of mythology you have both like things grounded in in fact and things grounded in in legend and it kind of proposes that they come together Mm -hmm. Um, but in any way, uh, it's really well directed. It doesn't have a lot of famous people in the cast, Mm-mm. but uh, everybody's pretty good. And it's fun, scary, gross, and there's lots of bugs in it, which I kind of mm-hmm. am a fan of. That's always kind of creepy. And goo. But it's also like exorcist kind of stuff mm-hmm. and goo. And yeah, so if you like horror movies and you haven't seen Prince of Darkness, definitely check it out. Get it's the super fuck on-, on it. Super honest. I think I meant to say super awesome. Um, and it's honest. It's honest. It just, it, it bears its soul. Hey, guys. John Carpenter right. is known for being honest. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This has been Bad Reception. If you enjoy the show, please give us a review on if iTunes. you got a bad reception. Please, guys, seriously, give us a review on iTunes. Oh, just we need those it bunny so bad. Um, tell us, tell us to friends. Tell us, tell us to friends about if it. If it looking 
kind of oh, fuzzy. God. If, you have, if you have a show you'd like us to watch, you can email us at pod.badreception at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Those are at Bad Reception Pod. Uh, and that's it. Uh, I'm Mike. It's Super Bad Reception. I'm Boys, we'll be boys. They're gonna be the boys. Our oh super boys. All of the boys are gonna be so much boys. It's too much. Yes, it's too much singing. I'm Morgan. And our guest today was music, apparently. All right, that's the end of the podcast. Goodbye. Bye.